الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الأبرار لفي نعيم وإن الفجار لفي جحيم صدق الله العظيم Most respected ulama kiram brothers and elders. There are various times of the year which can be called season times. Like in dunya there are seasons. Seasons for maximizing the profits of the dunya. So Allah Ta'ala has given us some seasons to maximize the investments for akhirat. The word investment has a very attractive ring to it. Anybody hears the word investment, then his ears also open up wider, his heart becomes more attentive, his mind becomes more alert, and many things start running through his heart and mind that if I can get my hands on this investment then there's so many things that will unfold from it so investments of the dunya there's no harm in it within the limits within the limits of shariat and deen there's no harm in it provided that it is not with the dunya becoming the objective Otherwise, like the question, person once discussed a question that how much is enough? Is there any answer to that question? How much is enough? So enough is only that much which a contented heart receives. And if the heart doesn't have qana'at, contentment, then there is no definition of enough. Nothing is enough. If there is no contentment, then it is limitless. Then the definition of enough then is that which the Hadith Sharif has explained. In the Hadith, Nabi Islam says that if this insan, if he had a valley of gold, if this insan had a valley of gold, now what's a valley of gold? One is a mine of gold that you still have to go and dig into it. Don't know how much will come out. Here the whole valley is filled with gold. If this insan had a whole valley of gold, he will still be desiring and aspiring for the second valley of gold. So there is no definition of enough on the surface of this earth. If there is no contentment, then there is no definition of enough. Then a person can't answer that question, how much is enough? <coughs> Nothing is enough. Nabi Salaam says, the definition of enough then is only under the surface of the earth. Nothing can fill his belly except the sand of the grave. Fill his belly 
like a person he is eating with greed so filling his belly is that expression now what will take it to fill his belly so one is the greed of the stomach other is the greed of the heart so nothing will fill the greed of this heart except the sand of the grave but wa yatubu Allahu ala man tab Allah taala's doors of forgiveness are there to envelop the person who comes back to Allah taala who returns to Allah taala so that on the surface of this earth that is the other thing that will fill this heart otherwise it's under the surface of this earth it's a grave but if a person comes back to Allah taala then to his heart will get filled so then there is a definition of how much is enough whatever Allah taala gives in terms of a person's reasonable efforts within moderate limits within the limits of deen well within the limits of deen fulfilling the commands of Allah taala in terms of his personal life in terms of his ibadat and especially now in terms of his earning his living in terms of his muamalat how he goes about earning that living then enough is sometimes very little is enough to so earning the dunya is not something that is impermissible but it must be earned with the correct heart with the contented heart whatever allah taala gives then that is something that allah taala's decree nahnu qasamna bainahum ma'ishatuhum fil hayati dunya allah taala says we have distributed the rizq as we wish so as allah taala wishes somebody will get something somebody something else so in any case this was a little diversion that we started off on this point that investments are something that rings a bell in our minds hearts we are very eager to invest so allah taala has given us seasons of his investment for the akhirat the month of ramadan comes a season of investment for the akhirat and ramadan is gone barely two months ago and the month of zulhijjah comes again a season of investment so this is something that we are well acquainted with the virtues of the first 10 days of zulhijjah etc that is not the intention right now to discuss this came in mind by the way so just as a reminder inshallah maybe in the coming program we might discuss more of this but in the hadith sharif nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says that a person cannot do any action out of the 10 days of zulhijjah which can equate the reward of the action done in these first 10 days now can we imagine what is being said so when nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned this virtue that no actions done in other time can equal the reward of actions in these first 10 days of zulhijjah the sahaba they had the understanding that the highest of all actions is that action where a person will lay his life down for allah taala aspect of jihad in the path of allah taala so there can be no reward greater than any for any action greater than that action where a person gives his ultimate sacrifice beyond life what else he has he can give his wealth everything he can give away tomorrow he can earn some more to give again he can give some time today tomorrow he can give more time but if he's given his life now what's after life he's given his ultimate sacrifice so nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam 
mention the virtue of this, that these 10 days, any action done in these Mubarak days, then nothing in other times can equate it. So the Sahaba immediately asked, Walal jihadu fi sabirillah. Not even jihad in the path of Allah Ta'ala can equate the reward of actions done in these 10 days. Nabi Islam says, no, not even that. Then he says, إِلَّا رَجُلٌ خَرَجَ بِنَفْسِهِ وَمَالِهِ فَلَمْ يَرْجِعْ مِنْهُمَا بِشَيْءٍ Yes, one person can equate it. That the person leaves in the path of Allah Ta'ala with his life and all his possessions and belongings. Leaves nothing behind. And then he doesn't come back with any of it. In other words, he gave his life also after that. And he spent every bit of what he owned also. That can equate it. Nothing else. So that again is the ultimate sacrifice. This is a way of making us understand what is the value of this time. So this is investment time. And it is time to try and earn the maximum rewards. So this is something we should bear in mind. Inshallah the other virtues of the 10 days of Zulhijjah and Yawmul Arafah etc. Allah Ta'ala give tawfiq in one of the other programs. We will discuss that. The ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited at the beginning Allah Ta'ala says lafi na'im. That those who have this quality of being among the abrar, the pious servants of Allah Ta'ala. The abrar, what is their reward? Lafi na'im. They will be in the bounties of Jannat. Now, abrar, pious people, so obviously a person can't be pious if he doesn't have all the fundamentals of deen in him. Somebody is performing salah, he's fasting, he's giving his zakat, he's paying hajj, he's fulfilled his hajj, but he is engaging in haram. Such a person can't fit the description of abrar, obviously. Or somebody is staying away from other sins, but he's not fulfilling his salah correctly. Somebody is shirking in his mu'amalat, he is not fulfilling the rights of people. Obviously, all these are fundamentals which there is no question about. This not being in a person who is being described as being among the abrar goes without saying that he's got salah in his life, zakat, fasting, hajj. He's staying away from all major sins and he's making every effort to stay away from minor sins as well. And if he makes a mistake somewhere down the line, he's sincerely making tawbah immediately, turning to Allah Ta'ala. So that is in its place, that goes without saying. But what is the very remarkable characteristics of these abrar? What is something that stands out in their lives? So Hassan al-Basri, great tabi'i, Sayyidul tabi'in, he makes the tafsir of this ayat. And in the tafsir of this ayat, he describes the remarkable and outstanding feature of these abrar. What is their feature? What is in their lives? So he says two things. There are two very, very outstanding qualities in them. One is that لا يؤذون الذر That they don't even harm an ant. This is an outstanding feature of these people who are termed in the Quran Sharif as Abrar. They have reached a certain maqam, certain category. 
and in that category they have these very very outstanding features in them these very remarkable qualities in them first thing la yu'dhuna dhar that they don't give any difficulty even to an ant now to us what is an ant an ant is in the way and it gets trampled and i got trampled that's like just something that happened by the way but those who allah taala has blessed with this reality they understand what is the value of life of any makhluk aur shaykh hazrat ma hakim mohd akhtar sahab rahmatullah alayhi he mentioned one incident that once hazrat ma abrarul haq sahab rahmatullah alayhi he came to me wudu so as he sat down then he woke up and moved to a second spot then he sat down there and again he woke up from there and went to a third spot somebody observed was going on here so afterwards they asked him that what was the need for this something what was the problem sat at one spot then went to the next then to the third place he says well there were ants there and if i made wuzu there that water of the wuzu will be like a flood for those ants tsunami so how could i just wash them away like that so i then moved away so that where the water will fall it won't give the cleave to those ants now those who have this in their hearts that i should not even give the cleave to an ant where would that person give the cleave to any insan any insan and just any insan over and above that the cleave to a mu'min and then getting closer the cleave to a mu'min who is perhaps a relative or maybe a neighbor or even closer the cleave to one's parents one's kith and kin the cleave towards wife or the wife giving the cleave to the husband yeah insan everybody makes some mistakes ups and downs but deliberately preplanning unfortunately what becomes a situation sometimes here we find that this is the condition that these people don't even give the cleave to an ant and when a person has this then he will undertake the cleave on himself to put a smile on somebody else's face hazrat mau yusuf sahab rahmatullah alay mau yusuf kandil bi rahmatullah alay he was once encouraging some people so sometimes out of the need to encourage somebody some things are mentioned but it's not for everybody to just judge themselves on the same line what is tahdith bin ni'ma in the quran sharif allah taala says wa amma bi ni'mati rabbika fahaddith nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is being told that whatever bounties allah taala has blessed you with mention it express it because those who have the reality that this has come from allah taala when they express the bounties of allah taala that increases their shukr that expression itself of the bounty is shukr they do it in that manner so one is the ahlullah they also make tahdees bin ni'ma sometimes allah taala bless me with this bless me with that they express it but they expressing it is a world away from what our expression would be our expression would be that we would also start off with as part of tahdees bin ni'ma i wish to say 
And under that tahdis bin ni'mah, what is hidden is, I want to show that I am somebody. So the cover up is tahdis bin ni'mah. But in the heart, there is no such thing as tahdis bin ni'mah. That's on the tongue. But inside that cover of tahdis bin ni'mah is trying to say that I am somebody. So we should, that's why the Ahlullah say for the Bubtadi, for the person who is still on the initial stages of suluk, he shouldn't even make tahdis bin ni'mah. He should keep quiet about everything. So in any case, sometimes the Ahlullah, they make this tahdis bin ni'mah. So that Yusuf was sitting with some people and trying to encourage them when Jamaat was leaving. So he's trying to encourage them that look, this khidmat is a very big thing. Don't take this for granted. And this brings a person great benefits. Great uh, ranks with Allah Ta'ala. And then he mentioned one and he, in this note he said, don't even bother about whose khidmat you're making. Make khidmat of anyone. And then in the process he mentioned, he says one day, in Nizamuddin, one little child, girl of maybe five, six years old, whatever. Now in that time, even that area was a rural area. So water had to be brought from a well. So now that little child was sent with a bucket, whatever size bucket, to go bring the water from the well and come. So he says, I saw this little child carrying this bucket filled with water and puffing and panting and struggling. As soon as I saw it, he says, I dashed forward. I didn't just you know, think, hesitate, should I do it? Don't. It was like as if spontaneous. Says I dashed forward and took it away from the child. Whereas whose child? No idea. Baby, it wasn't even, he might not have even been sure whether it was a Muslim child. He says, and I took that bucket. I told the child, okay, right, indicate where's your house. And I walked with that bucket. Now he is of that caliber with Almost the whole world now is looking up to him. I says, I took that bucket and made, and when placed it outside the house, however far it was, he said, that that enjoyment and pleasure that Allah Ta'ala has blessed me as a result of carrying that bucket of that child, I am experiencing that up to today. So, this khidmat is a very big thing. So, in any case, the point that was is that uh, this is one aspect that people who have this reality in their hearts, they'll take the taklif on themselves to bring a smile on somebody else's face. They'll bring the taklif on themselves, the difficulty on themselves, in order to make somebody else be comforted, make somebody else feel secure, whatever it takes upon themselves so that somebody else can be peaceful, happy. So that was one, one situation. And when a person loses track of the realities, then in order to get some personal enjoyment, just get a laugh out of something, in order just to have some fun, then it will be plotted and planned how somebody else can be made to cry. So that when that person cries, I'll have a laugh about it. When that person is suffering, I'll get fun out of it. What a total revolution. Where was that time when a person was ready to take difficulty upon himself for somebody else's happiness? 
and somebody else who he doesn't know also. He doesn't have, one is to help somebody out, but behind the mind somewhere, well, you know, it works. There's a two-way traffic here maybe. Today is my turn to do something. Tomorrow I'll get something in return too. But where there is no hope of any such thing, there is no question of it. Solely for Allah Ta'ala. So the abrar, this is their quality. La yu'udhuna dhar. They don't give taklif to anybody. And they are conscious of this. They are all the time concerned about it. Nobody must be inconvenienced from me in any way. Hazrat Muayyas Rahmatullah once he was also giving some targheem, some encouragement to the jamaat that had come. And in the process, there was something that was mentioned about somebody, maybe some little altercation took place or whatever. So he then explained something. He said that always be conscious that you don't give taklif to anybody. And then he explained, Kisi adna se adna musalman ki dil azari se. That the lowest category of Muslim, the Muslim of the lowest category, to give him taklif, bara se bara kaam isse be ronak ho jata hai. The noor of the greatest work also disappears as a result. The greatest achievement and the highest level of work a person did, but in the process he gave taklif to somebody, no matter what level of Muslim that you the lowest level of Muslim too. The sparkle and the shine and the noor of this will all be gone. So the first thing was la yu'udhuna dhar, that they don't give taklif to even an ant. And the second thing that he mentioned, wala yardawna sharr. Wala yardawna sharr. That they are never happy with any evil. Never happy with any evil. Rather, what will be their condition? That if they see something that is wrong, that is happening, something that the command of Allah Ta'ala is being broken, then their hearts will pain as a result. One Buzrug came out of his house and he saw some, his eyes just fell on somebody involved in haram in an immoral act. So he took a U-turn and came back home. And he was already feeling sick. So he lay down to lie, to just recover from this. After a while, he needed to relieve himself. So he went to relieve himself. He found that he passed only blood. What had happened was that that shock was such that it had melted his liver. And this was the end result. This was the shock of having seen somebody committing such a flagrant violation of Allah's command in such a shameless manner. This had such an effect on him. Now, this might be of a very high level for us, but the least is that a person sees something that is happening which is part of the disobedience of Allah wa ta'ala, the least is that some dua will come out of his heart. The minimum is for the person who is breaking the command of Allah Ta'ala, Ya Allah, save him from this, save me also. Both du'as must be side by side, otherwise sometimes we might start thinking we are better than somebody. Start looking down on others. So the least is, شر, that is not that person passes by like nothing happened. No, no, something major has happened. Allah Ta'ala's command has been broken. 
So the least, one is somebody has the capacity for more than that, he will stop it or he will say something about it. But that may not be in our capacity in many instances. The least is dua that everybody has. There is no way that anybody is unable to make dua. So he'll make dua, ya Allah. Give this person the tawfiq to give up this wrong. Save me also from it. This is the tafsir of abrar. Innal abrar lafi na'im. That the pious servants of Allah Ta'ala, they will be in the bounties of Jannat, but they have these very special qualities in them. La yu'dhuna dhar, they don't give taklif to even an ant, any animal, any makhluk of Allah Ta'ala. And this is something, we don't need the dunya to teach us about animal rights. Islam taught animal rights to everybody. What the dunya is going to teach us? What the West is going to teach us? But we don't know what is in our deen. One camel complained to Nabi Salaam. Nabi Salaam came, that camel came running like a little child. And faragha raghwatan. It started making a noise like, an, like a camel does. And three times it did this. And the tears were coming out, rolling out of the eyes of that camel. Nabi Salaam inquired, where is the owner of this camel? The people called for the owner. He came. Nabi Salaam said, your camel has complained about you taking more work from it than its capacity. And he admonished that owner. and said, don't take more work from it than it can handle. Even an animal has its capacity, you treat it accordingly. It has been created for that purpose, but you use it the way Allah Ta'ala has meant you to use it. So this is the rights of animals also. There are many, many ahadis in terms of the rights of animals, treating an animal correctly. That woman who kept that cat, tied it, but did not release it to go and eat its own, find its own food, and neither did she feed it. As a result, despite her piety, she went into Jahannam. So if this is the case with animals, what about insan? What about believers? What about family members? What about one's parents? So the abrar, they have this very, very distinct quality in them. La yu'duna dhar. And this is something that is supposed to be a conscious concern in a person. That what am I doing? Is it causing any taklif to anybody? And we are insan, we will slip up, we will make some mistakes. But that mistake must make us learn. The mistake must teach us the way forward. If the child falls while trying to learn how to walk, then he doesn't remain fallen on the ground. Wakes up and learns how to walk further. So we will be also walking, falling, tripping, waking up. But we have to learn from that now how to be taking our steps more carefully. That last time I stood on something and as a result I fell. So now I must not stand on something loose because that's dangerous. So the child learns in that manner. You see it stepping over those items. So we need to learn from our mistakes. We need to be conscious that fikr. This fikr is a driving force. If the fikr is not there, then no matter how many times a person slips and falls, he'll keep falling. But if there's a concern, there's a fikr, that I should not fall, I must learn from my mistake, then a person will move, he'll progress, then he'll go ahead. So these are the two very conspicuous things in the abrar. We all are desirous of becoming the abrar, that we become among those who Allah Ta'ala will bless with the bounties of Jannat. We have to therefore acquire these things, not to give taklif to anybody outwardly, 
even to have a heart filled with well-wishing for everybody. That the heart also wishes well for everyone. Whether it is somebody we know, somebody we don't know, every makhluk of Allah Ta'ala, every believer, and every makhluk of Allah Ta'ala, to wish well for everyone. Bismillah tabarak wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq of inculcating these qualities, these habits within us and make us among the abrar and as mentioned in brief that these Mubarak days are coming this is season time this is a time to maximize the investments for the akhirat whatever tawfiq Allah ta'ala gives fasting in the first nine days of Zul Hijjah has great reward then whatever other amal as much as possible whatever we can Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم
हो जाए मेरा दिल लिख मैदान हो तो ही तो हो तो ही तो हो तो ही तो गैर से बिल्कुल ही उठ जाए नजर तो ही तो आए नजर देखो जिधर और मेरे तन में बजाए आबो गिल दर्द दिल हो दर्द दिल हो दर्द दिल नफ्सो शैता दोनों ने मिलकर हाई किया है मुझको तबाह ए मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूँ मैं तेरी पनाह मुझसा खलक में कोई नहीं गो बद किरदार नामासिया तू भी मगर गफ्फार है यारब बख्श दे मेरे सारे गुनाह अब तो रहे बस्ताद में आखिर उर्दे जबाए मेरे इलाह
अल्लाह अल्लाह के सा प्यारा नाम है आशिकों का मीना और जाम है आहरा जुज आसमा हम दम न बोध राज खुदा हरम न बोध आहरा जुज आसमा हम दम न बोध राज खुदा हरम न बोध इलाही बंदरा रुस्वा मकुन गर्भदम मन सिर मन पैदा मकुन इलाही बंदरा रुस्वा मकुन गर्भदम मन सिर मन पैदा मकुन हर तमन्ना दिल से रुखसत हो गई अब तो आजा अब तो खलवत हो गई हर तमन्ना दिल से रुखसत हो गई अब तो आजा अब तो खलवत हो गई मिटा दे अपनी हस्ती को छोड़ दे सारी बस्ती को बस्ती बस्ती कहता जा अल्लाह 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 मोहम्मद الخاسرين ربنا اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق وأعمالنا من الرياء وألسنتنا من الكذب وأعيننا من الخيانة فإنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما تخفي الصدور اللهم إنا نسلك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار 
ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قرة اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا واتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامه انك لا تخلف الميعاد اله العالمين يا الله ومس مرسيفول الله موس غريشس الله موس كاين الله موس لافينج الله Allahu alamin ya Allah forgive us ya Allah ya Allah forgive us ya Allah ya Allah out of your grace and mercy forgive us ya Allah ya Allah we are your most sinful servants who have raised your ha- our hands ya Allah ya Allah we are begging from you alone ya Allah ya Allah whatever we are ya Allah we are the ummahs of your rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya Allah whatever we are we are your servants alone ya Allah ya Allah with your tawfiq we have not bowed our heads down to any tree ya Allah ya Allah with your tawfiq alone we have not worshiped any cow ya Allah ya Allah with your tawfiq alone we have not worshiped any makhluk ya Allah Ya Allah whatever we are we are your servants ya Allah ya Allah we are the slaves of your rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin forgive us ya Allah ya Allah grant us the tawfiq of fulfilling every command of yours ya Allah ilahul alamin save us from every haram ya Allah save us from every ya Allah disobedience ya Allah ilahul alamin save us from following the ways of the yahud and nasara ya Allah grant us the tawfiq of fulfilling the life of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam give us the tawfiq of ya Allah living his sunnah ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah fill our hearts with your love ya Allah Allah fill our hearts with your love ya Allah fill our hearts with your love ya Allah ya Allah grant us the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam grant us the love of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam grant us the love of deen ya Allah grant us the love of the Quran Sharif ya Allah grant us the love of salah ya Allah ya Allah give, give us the sweetest of dua ya Allah give us the pleasure of tilawat ya Allah ilahul alamin give us the sweetness of zikr ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah save us from every haram ya Allah save us from all the fitna and fasad ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah you grant us the tawfiq of doing the maximum amount of amal ya Allah ya Allah enable us to ya Allah appreciate the mubarak days that are coming ya Allah let us use this time in a good way ya Allah save us from wasting this time ya Allah ilahul alamin throughout the world wherever the muslims are suffering remove their hardships and difficulties ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah remove all the tests and trials ya Allah grant complete afiat to one and all ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah all those who are starving give them food to eat ya Allah those who are without clothing give them clothing to wear ya Allah those who are without shelters give them shelters to live in ya Allah ilahul alamin remove the oppression and the suffering ya Allah hold back the hands of the oppressors ya Allah ya Allah give the oppressors also hidayat ya Allah if hidayat is not decreed for them ya Allah wipe them out from the face of this earth ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah all those in any kind of hardships and difficulties remove their hardships ya Allah ya Allah save us from all kinds of tests and trials ya Allah ya Allah we are very weak ya Allah ya Allah we cannot bear the tests ya Allah ilahul alamin without testing us give us jannatul firdaus ya Allah ilahul alamin without testing us give us complete afiat ya Allah give us afiat in dunya and akhirat ya Allah ilahul alamin save us from the tests of the qabr ya Allah save us from the trials of the day of qiyamah ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah make us your pious servants ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah all those who are sick give them complete shifa and afiat ya Allah give them shifa kamila ajila mustamira daima ya Allah ilahul alamin all those who are in financial difficulties remove the difficulties afiat ya Allah those who are without jobs ya Allah give them halal and tayyib rizq ya Allah give barakat in each one's rizq ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah all those who have passed away fill their qabrs with noor ya Allah make their complete maghfirat ya Allah grant them the high stages in the akhirat ya Allah at the time of our death take us with the kalima la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah ya Allah take us on tawbah and nasuh ya Allah take us on iman kamil ya Allah ya Allah take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah make our qabrs gardens of jannah for us ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah grant us the tawfiq of ya Allah doing those amal that will make our qabrs gardens of jannah for us ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah give us the shafaat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam 
Ya Allah, grant us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from the azab of the qabr, Ya Allah. Save us from the azab of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we cannot bear the heat of this dunya, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we cannot bear the heat of the sun of this dunya, Ya Allah, which is thousands of miles away from us, Ya Allah. Where can we bear the heat of Jahannam, Ya Allah? Ilahul Alamin, save us from that, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from every trial and tribulation, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you shower down your mercy upon us, Ya Allah. Shower down your mercy upon our families, Ya Allah. Upon our relatives and friends, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, shower down your mercy upon the entire Ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, bring back the Ummah on Deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, bring the Ummah back on righteousness, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, spread the winds of Hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, give Ya Allah rahat to every makhluk, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, remove the the difficulties from the entire makhluk, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi asked for. Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi sought refuge from, Ya Allah, you grant us protection as well, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, all those who have gathered, Ya Allah, you are the know of the unseen, Ya Allah. You know what is in each person's heart, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you know what is in each person's cry, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, remove each one's difficulties, Ya Allah. Remove each one's hardships and difficulties, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat to each one, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant barakat in each one's rizq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant sihat and afiyat to each one, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who asked us to make dua for them, ya Allah, oh, they were hopeful we will make dua for them. Ya Allah, grant all their pious wishes, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Give them the best of dunya and the best of akhirat. Rabbana taqabbal minna, innaka anta samiul alim. Wa tub alayna, ya maulana, innaka anta tawabur rahim. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka min hunabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله رب العالمين